The following is the Women's Liberation Music Hour, presented by Phoenix on WLRN. Hi, welcome back to Women's Liberation Radio News. This is Phoenix coming to you for your Women's Liberation Music Hour. Today is Martin Luther King's Day. It's the only national recognized holiday that acknowledges racism and the civil rights movement. How pitiful is that? Thank goddess there is this one day at least. Of course, though, the icon of the civil rights movement acknowledged by this day is male. Where is there any national holiday that honors anything at all of a female leader, let alone female civil rights activists of the past? Where is the Rosa Parks Day, the Fannie Lou Hamer Day, the Jackie Anderson Day? And who is Jackie Anderson, maybe you're questioning. Maybe some of you know exactly who she is. Jackie Anderson was born and raised in Chicago. She was a lesbian of color and civil rights activist. I met her at Mishfest in 2014 at a radical feminism workshop that she, Sarah Hoagland, and Ann Layton facilitated. Jackie had a no-bullshit way of speaking to us about racism and classism. She remembered when she first started hearing women of the 70s talk about feminism, she felt like it had nothing to do with her as a woman of color. Gradually, though, she said, as she and Sarah became friends through the years, they both learned from one another about the entanglement of racism and sexism, along with all the isms. Jackie struck me as a humble fighter, an indisputable advocate for lesbians, a tough dyke, an everyday and devoted female civil rights leader beloved to her community far and wide. And I'm so sorry to say that just last week, January 7th, at the age of 75 years, Jackie died while surrounded by close friends and family. I'd like to dedicate the music today to Jackie, as well as to another everyday kind of civil rights activist who will turn 95 next week. I've known her for 10 years now, and she perhaps is coming to the end of her life relatively soon. For confidentiality's sake, let's call her Jan. With no help from her abusive husband, Jan has had to fight all her adult life to advocate for herself and her three children, one who was institutionalized, then died at a very young age, another who killed herself in her teen years, and the third who was the schizophrenic adult male who's verbally abusive to his mother at best. As a single working-class woman devoted to civil rights for all oppressed peoples, Jan remains fiercely independent, even as her body and mind now struggle with Parkinson's disease. On more than one occasion, I have cheered her on for how angry and fierce and smart and scrappy she is. And on more than one occasion, she has barked right back at me, I grew up in South Jersey where this is the state bird, and she flicks up her middle finger. Then we both throw our heads back and roar. 
So today, these songs go out to the wild, sometimes quiet and unassuming, scrappy and angry, determined old women of the world who fight for racial and social justice in the everyday kind of ways, and no doubt who have come to this cruel world by by way of much sorrow. This is your day, sisters, Jackie and Jan. This is your day. Blessed be, thanks for tuning in, and I'll be in touch at the end. Take good care. Fannie Lou Hamer was a black woman who lived, struggled, and died in the state of Mississippi. During the civil rights movement of the 1960s, she became a symbol of the strength and power of resistance as thousands of blacks filled the streets fighting against racism that had crippled their lives for centuries. We call her name today in the tradition of African libation. By pouring libation, we honor those who provide the ground we stand on. We acknowledge that we are here today because of something someone did before we came. Thrown in jail, Fanny Lou Hamer.
blacks had lived in fear. Now they marched, took their lives in their hands.
taken by the wind You have known the kiss of sorrow Doors that would not take you in Outcast and a stranger You have come by way of sorrow You have come by way of tears But you'll reach your destiny And to find you all these years to find you all these years You have drunk a bitter wine With nothing to be your comfort You who once were left behind Will be welcome at love's table You have come my way your destiny meant to find you all these years meant to find you all these Jean knows of despair. 
what do they call me? My name is Aunt Sarah. yellow My hair is long Between two worlds I do belong My father was rich and white He forced my mother late one night What do they call me? My name is Sophronia. My name is Sophronia. My skin tan My hair is fine My hips invite you My mouth like wine Whose little girl am I Anyone has money to buy What do they call me My name is Sweet Thing My name is Sweet Thing
beneath a sky blurred with mist and wind. I am amazed as I watch the violet heads of crocuses erupt from the stiff earth after dying for a season. As I have watched my own dark head appear each morning after entering the next world to come back to this amazed. It is the way in the natural world to understand the place the ghost dancers named after the heartbreaking destruction. Anime, everything and nothing changes. You are the shimmering young woman who found her voice when you were warned to be silent or have your body cut away from you. Like an elegant weed. You are the one whose spirit is present in the dappled stars. They prance and lope like colored horses who stay with us through the streets of these steely cities. And I have seen them nuzzling the frozen bodies of tattered drunks on the corner. This morning, When the last star is dimming and the buses grind toward the middle of the city, I know it is ten years since they buried you. The second time in Lakota, a language that could free you. I heard about it in Oklahoma or New Mexico, how the wind howled and pulled everything down with a righteous anger. It was the women who told me, and we understood words, the right meaning. Of your murder. Just begun to perceive the amazed world the ghost dancers entered crazily, beautifully. I want to introduce uh, the next poet. She's a remarkable young sister. She has written a book. This distributed nationwide, and she has got far-out reviews on it. So anyway, without further ado, I want to introduce Sharon Isabel. Thank you. The public defender sat with his hands on his head, trying to figure out which file belonged to what person. It was hard because he was defending 20 different people that he had never seen before. They really had a good defense. That was the law. The hate flowed through me, and I felt the strength of it. 
My fear was weak, and I killed it. I held my head up just like my aunt had told me to do. She told me never to bow my head to nothing. I looked in the judge's eyes, and he blinked in surprise. I kept looking in his eyes, and he became noticeably uncomfortable. Do you have anything to say? No. Twenty days in the county jail, three years pro probation and restitution. Next case. My sister had tears in her eyes, and she was shaking. She looked so out of place in that courtroom. She looked so poor and beaten, standing in a room of fine wood, flags, and cement. I wanted to cry when I looked at my sister. The policewoman handcuffed me and took me out to the police car. I felt like one of the ten most wanted or something. I felt like laughing, just laughing until I passed out. But I didn't laugh. As we drove through the town, people tried to see who I was. I felt like yelling, it's Ma Barker in the flesh. But I, <laughs> but I couldn't yell. People kept turning and looking at me. I began to think about what was written on the paper I got in court. The people versus Sharon Isabel. I wanted to call out to the people. I didn't hurt no poor people. I only wrote bad checks to the rich stores that used to make fun of my mother when she went to buy my school clothes. How could I ever forget the way they treated my mother, the way they made her feel so low? My mother is one of the greatest women in the world, and if she could have finished school and had a chance, she would have been a great woman. I had to stop thinking about all this stuff. If I didn't, I'd start crying and never stop. We were then taken in the main cell. As we walked in the room, 30 women looked us up and down. The matron told me to wait a minute. The captain wants to see you before you go in there. I was taken to this office and told to sit down. This captain came in the room and sat down and then looked at me and said, I received the word that you're a lesbian. I want to tell you something. 20 days in here is really hard, but if you so much as look at a woman while you're in here, I'll put you in the hole without a blanket or cigarettes and let you stay there. Let me tell you that's the hardest time you'll ever spend in your life. Am I clear? I just sat there and looked at the creep and didn't answer him. I knew I was going to hate this place. So I was a lesbian, huh? So what? He looked like a bastard. <laughs> I walked in the main cell and I hated all the women in there and the way they looked at me. I hated myself for being there. Everyone hated everyone. I went over and sat in the corner. I lit my last cigarette. One by one, the women came over to me and asked me how long I was in for. I told them to stay away from me. Hadn't they heard I couldn't talk to anyone? They said they never heard of such a thing. No one can make you not talk to anyone. They locked the one woman in the hole and for three days and three nights she screamed. I couldn't sleep. I wish it was me instead of her. She was dying. The matron said she's trying to pretend she's crazy so she could get out of the hole. After three days and three nights, they took her screaming like an animal to the state mental hospital. Once a week on Thursday, we could have visitors between 10 a.m. and 12, and between 1 and 3 p.m. All the parents wanted to look at the criminals their daughters were in jail with. Of course it was a mistake that their kids were in jail or a slip, but those others, what did they do? I sat and watched the relatives stare, and I wanted to laugh. I wanted to stand and laugh until I fell down. Understanding was easy when it was your own, but those others. Thank you. What to say when I get ready to introduce Pat Parker? Pat Parker's poetry will sometimes bring a quick tear to your eye or a slow smile. I really mean she's a superstar. She has two books published. She'll be going to Brussels this summer. Here is the superstar. She's a good basketball player, fast guard. She's got a good outside shot. She, she's got it all together. Here is Pat Parker. 
It doesn't hurt as much now. The thought of you dead doesn't rip at my innards. Leaves no holes to suck rage. Now thoughts of the four daughters of Buster Cooks. Children, survivors of Texas hell. Survivors of soul-searing poverty. Survivors of small-town mentality. Survivors, now three, doesn't hurt as much now. One, an act. I used to be fearful of phone calls in the night. Never in the day. Death like the vampire fears the sun, never in the day. Hello, Patty? Hey, big sister, what's happening? How's the kids? Patty, Jonesy shot Shirley. She didn't make it. Hello, hello, death? Don't you know it's daytime? The sun is much too bright today. Hello, hello, death? You made a mistake, came here too soon again. Five months, death. My sisters and I just met in celebration of you. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and buried him. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and took care of his widow. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and shook hands with his friends. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and picked the right flowers. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, walked tall and celebrated you. We came, his four strong daughters, and notified insurance companies, arranged social security payments, gathered the sum of his life. We must be strong for mother. She was the third daughter of Buster Cooks. I am the fourth, and in his death we met. The four years that separated us, gone, and we talked. She would divorce the quiet man, go back to school, begin again. Together we would be strong and take care of Buster's widow. The poet returned to the family. The fourth daughter came home. Hello, hello, death. What's this you say to me? Now there are three. We came, the three sisters of Shirley Jones, and took care of her mother. We picked the right flowers, contacted insurance companies, arranged social security payments, and cremated her. We came, the three sisters of Shirley Jones. We were not strong. It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. Two, justice. There was a quiet man. He married a quiet wife. Together, they lived a quiet life. Not so, not so, her sisters said. The truth comes out as she lies dead. He beat her. He accused her of awful things, and he beat her. One day, she left. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. She went to her sister's house. She, too, was a woman alone. The quiet man came and beat her. Both women were afraid. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. The four strong daughters of Buster Cooks came to bury him. The third one carried a gun. Why do you have a gun? For protection, just in case. Can you shoot it? Yes, I have learned well. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman alone, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. Lady, there's nothing we can do until he tries to hurt you. Go to the judge and he will decree that your husband leaves you be. She found an apartment with a friend. She would begin a new life again. In a lockery, divorce degree in hand, the end of the quiet man. He came to her home and he beat her. Both women were afraid. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman alone and I am afraid. Mike's husband means to kill me. Fear not, lady, he will be sought. It was too late when he was caught. 
One day, a quiet man shot his quiet wife three times in the back. He shot her friend as well. His wife died. The three sisters of Shirley Jones came to cremate her. They were not strong. Three, somebody's trial. It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. I was not at the trial. I was not needed to testify. She slept with other men, he said. No, said her sisters. No, said her friends. That is a lie. She was black. You're white. Why were you there? We were friends, she said. I was helping her move the furniture. The divorce court had given it to her. Were you alone, they asked. No, two men came with us. They were gone with the load. She slept with women, he said. No, said her sisters. No, said her friends. That is a lie. We were only friends. You live with this woman? Yes, said her friend. You slept in the same bed? Yes, said her friend. Were you lovers? No, said her friend. But you slept in the same bed? Yes, said her friend. What shall be done with this man? Is it a murder of first degree? No, said the men. It is a crime of passion. He was angry. Is it a murder of second degree? Yes, said the men. But we will not call it that. We must think of his record. We will call it manslaughter. The sentence is the same. What will we do with this man? His boss, a white man, came. This is a quiet black man, he said. He works well for me. The men sent the quiet black man to jail. He went to work in the day. He went to jail and slept at night. In one year, he went home. Four, woman slaughter. It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. Sister, I do not understand. I rage and do not understand. In Texas, he would be freed. One black kills another, one less black for Texas. But this is not Texas. This is California, the city of angels. Was his crime so slight? George Jackson served years for robbery. Eldridge Cleaver served years for rape. I know of a man in Texas who is serving 40 years for possession of marijuana. Was his crime so slight? What was his crime? He only killed his wife. But a divorce, I say. Not final, they say. Her things were his, including her life. Men cannot rape their wives. Men cannot kill their wives. They passion them to death. The three sisters of Shirley Jones came and cremated her, and they were not strong. Hear me now. It is almost three years and I am again strong. I have gained many sisters, and if one is beaten or raped or killed, I will not come in mourning black. I will not pick the right flowers. I will not celebrate her death, and it will matter not if she's black or white, if she loves women or men. I will come with my many sisters and decorate the streets with the innards of those brothers in woman slaughter. No more can I dull my rage in alcohol and deference to men's courts. I will come to my sisters, not dutiful. I will come strong. Thank you. Stop killing us.
Stop killing us and we will not say please. We are not yours to fix, to grope, to scrutinize or exercise, crucify or chop. Do not discard me, curse me, invade me, parade me, sell me TV thin or shut me down to insist I can be saved. I cannot. I am not yours to define, to render, to enslave. I am only queer because you are not, brother. I am only this other side of you screaming. Stop. How long, how much more long, how long, how long, how much more long, how long, I wanna know how much more long is, I just gonna have to wait on you. I've been a standing at the station waiting for my change to come. I've been a standing at the station waiting for my change to come. Well, if my change don't hurry up and get here, I'm gonna go have to get me some change. That is how long, how much more long, how long. You know I've been out here a long time I know what I'm talking about You hold your breath for change to come And we gon' have to carry you out How long, how much more long, how long I wanna know how much more longer is I just gon' have to wait on you Then I looked at the Statue of Liberty, but she didn't wave after me. I said I looked at the Statue of Liberty, but she didn't wave after me. You see, I was born in Haiti, and the Coast Guard dumped me in the raging sea. at her high school When she was young and carefree Some 40 years ago Emily remembers Standing on the bleachers Cheering for the home team with snow But she forgets today is her birthday 
And if it's Tuesday, she's not sure She forgets to comb her hair out I remember it for her That's such a lovely song, Emily Remembers by Suede. It's how I feel about Jan when I see her dementia happening. We have come to the end of our hour this week on this Jackie and Jan day, January 15th, 2018. Heretofore, Jackie and Jan's day. The planet is a lonelier place without Jackie Anderson standing at our backs and us at hers. I think and remember her standing there so strongly under that tree at Mishfest. I'm glad to have known her just for that brief moment in time. Grateful. And my heart is with all of her family and friends who have known her for a lifetime. I know Jan's day, my dear old friend of 95 years, is going to die soon, sooner than I care to think about. So may this hour of music and spoken word be of comfort to all of us, 
as the embers of those who have come before continue to spark our own fires that we've got to keep carrying forward. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you in two weeks. Blessed, blessed be.